Hi, I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kerwin. So this year was New York Comic Con, and we happened to know a couple of people who actually attended. And this episode, the Star Bros are here to tell us all about it and more on this episode of Fantasy Galaxy. So strap in for hyperspace, y'all. Thank you for joining us, everyone. The Star Bros are Ben and Jan, two cool dudes who bring insightful and intellectual commentary on all things Star Wars. They are a part of the Baraxium channel of geek and pop culture entertainment. Ben and Jan also contribute to Baraxium's Quick Shot, which they provide a sneak preview of any upcoming Star Wars releases from Marvel Comics. And the best part of Star Bros is that they're local, they're in our community. Uh, they are a part of our Philly region, so we cannot be more than happy to introduce you to Ben and Jan. Ben and Jan, welcome to Father Sun Galaxy. Hello. Thank you for having us. We're glad to be yeah. here. Yeah. Awesome to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I know we were on your show last year, and this is the first time having you on our on our podcast. So it, it's nice it, to you, reverse roles. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and, and I mean, you guys are so cool. You know, I enjoy listening to you, to your uh, to your podcast, your conversations. You. Um, so you know, it's funny. Like we say, we're 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 in the community, but we haven't met in person as of yet. Yeah, which is not funny. yet. <laughs> yeah, we're all close we will to the Philly region. Yes, right. We, we will change that. We'll we'll get one of those. We'll get one of those cheesesteaks together. You know, that's yes. very famous for our area. Whatever it takes. Okay. That's usually my reaction too. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, we're big cheesesteaks fans here. So, for those who don't know your podcast, can you tell us who are Ben and Jan, and how did you guys meet? That's a, a, sure. a great question. I don't know where where we should start, Jan. All the way back at the beginning, where we met at work. The beginning is usually a good place to begin. Yeah. So, <laughs> so why why don't we go there? Yeah, so we we met probably a little over 10 years ago now, uh, both starting at, at uh, the company that we work at at the exact same time, the exact same group, and kind of looked at each other and said, hey, uh, I like Star Wars, you like Star Wars, there's some Star Wars just came up naturally in, in a moment, and, and we just latched onto that as the thing that we always uh, had in common. Um, from then on out, uh, we, I think it was the same year, like Disney announced that they were buying Star Wars. So it always kind of that moment kind of uh, solidified our friendship and our, our love for Star Wars. And we were just excited every every chance that we got to go to a Star Wars movie. We went to it together on opening night and uh, and just made a tradition out of it until the very last film went to theaters. Uh, we sat down you know, across the table, debriefed Rise of Skywalker and had such a great conversation and we looked at each other and what did we say on <laughs> we I, I think we realized in that moment that it was the type of conversation that we would want to listen to um and maybe other people would want to listen to as well and so we we started playing with this idea of having a podcast and then and then when the quarantine came and the lockdown came i think a lot of people got a little bit of time back and some people picked up different types of projects and we decided that, hey, maybe this is our chance to finally put together this podcast that we've been talking about. So our, our first episode came out in July of 2020, and we've been going strong ever since, uh, recording pretty much every other week. And it has been 
a blast because this has been a really cool time to be a Star Wars fan with all the the comic books and the movies and the TV shows. And I don't know, we just feel really lucky to be part of this community with you guys and all the other fans right now. Yeah, that was um, a year before we started back in March of 2021. Yeah. We finally had enough of screens and decided to put our faces on screens. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> after, after having so many conversations at the dinner table, right? Yeah. Yes. But I find that very interesting. That's that's awesome that you two met at work and you yes. just happen to be Star Wars fans. I have worked for many companies. I <laughs> I work with many uh, of my of other peers and employees, and I have never found anyone on the job really who I know is a Star Wars fan. Me neither. Is, that's that's. But I don't I don't have a job. Yeah. So. Well, not that, yet. That might be why. <laughs> not yet, but it's, it's but I, I find it very interesting. And you met in your adult years, which is pretty yes. well, but. Um, when I was growing up, it was very difficult for me to find outside of uh, two of my best buddies. You know, we grew up together and um, saw the 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 the, uh, the original trilogy films. But after that, after the original the, uh, the the original trilogy films ended, that was it. You know, I couldn't find anybody else who watched Star Wars who were into the films, and it took wow. a very long time. On you know, again, really until. Um, Keith came along you know I really didn't have anyone to talk to Star Wars about oh. then yeah. Oh, man. yeah but that's that's pretty awesome I, I I did not know that you guys met at work that's pretty yeah. cool the funny part is we both love Star Wars and my dad like he bought home like these golden books yeah. and I read them oh yeah and I was just like when do we watch the movies yeah and here we <laughs> are. yeah I, I love that. And we, and we were just in Midtown Comics in New York City visiting visiting one of our favorite comic shops um, outside of Atomic City Comics in Philly. And there's a whole bunch of new golden books that are Star Wars. So there's new, new kids who are going to be able to pick up Star Wars, which is really cool. But yeah, I, I never took for granted the fact that I had a buddy at work whose desk I could walk by yeah. and just start a Star Wars conversation. Um, and I can't remember what some of the early ones were about, Ben, but uh, I know that once once the force awakens was going to come out that's when things i think really ramped up for us with us speculating about what's happening in this trailer and really kind of going deep and getting really really excited um that i think that that's when when things sort of took a turn for us i don't know what you would say no that i think that it was the exact moment i would pinpoint where we drove to the movie together we sat there on a thursday night watching the force awakens and and had a blast and, and can i just say real quick Sorry to interrupt. Can I just say real quick? So as uh, we, this was a point of pride for us because we got the earliest tickets, I think like on the East Coast, we went to like a six o'clock showing. So we were kind of walking around, like we're some of the first people in in this country to see the force awakens. It felt like a really big deal. And we kind of wanted to report back to the world. Um, And, you know, a few years later, here we are podcasting about all our favorite Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we, we had that great experience tonight, like the, the night of the movie, like you said, in the Friday, the next day at work, uh, we had to put time on each of our calendars so that we could get together over lunch just to keep talking about it and the, yes. just, and carry over that excitement. So it didn't stop with just watching the movie and be like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see you next year when we go to the next movie, Rogue <laughs> One. It was keep the adventure going, keep the conversation going. We just could not get enough of it. But um, I guess I guess that's how you were introduced to Star Wars. Well, that's how they both 
found out they were Star Wars fans, but you know, that's a good question to ask. But yeah, how how were you introduced to Star Wars individually? Yeah, that's a good question. So for me personally, it was by my dad. Very similar, right? Uh, I think it's it's carried down from generation to generation at this point, and I'm trying to do the same for my kids. Not with as much luck yet, but there's still time. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but my my dad introduced me to the the um, original trilogy, um, and then you know in '99 when Force uh, Phantom Menace came out. Uh, I was, you know, starting to become a teenager into my own. And I think that's what really solidified it for me. Like I was into classical music at that time, um, you know, playing in school. And so I, I distinctly remember buying Attack of the Clones, the soundtrack and playing it to death to the point where my CD was so scratched up CDs. Like I still had a CD then it was crazy. Um, and it was so scratched up. I could barely listen to it anymore. So I, I really fell in love with it as a teenager. Uh, but I don't think it went as deep as it uh, as it has gone now. As, as I grew up, became a little bit more comfortable in my own skin, uh, embraced that fandom a bit more. Um, I've just gone even deeper with it. Wow. I only have one question. What's a CD? No, right. You know what a CD is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I, the cookie dispenser, I think. Is what it is. <laughs> that sounds great. I'll take two of those. Or a cheesecake dispenser. <laughs> I stole that joke from uh, another 90s movie. Sorry. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Jan, what's your story? How did you start off? Uh, in, how were you introduced to Star Wars? So, sort of similar. Um, uh, and, and I've shared this on the podcast before. I think I kind of walked into my dad watching Return of the Jedi and was just you know totally enthralled with the speeders and the Ewoks. And I remember thinking, well, what is this? And finding out it was part of a bigger story and then kind of going down the rabbit hole. Um, and somewhere where, where I think Ben and I had different experiences when we were kids. Um, I got into the music a little bit later and stuff, but when I was growing up, um, you know, we had that dry spell, you know, through pretty much the whole nineties where there wasn't anything new on screen for star Wars, but there was a ton of what they used to call the expanded universe books. And I, I was tearing through those and all, all these different side stories about, Luke and Han and Leia and Lando and Chewie and all of our favorite original characters um, just having all these different adventures. Uh, I, I got really into that stuff. And then by the time the the prequel trilogy came out, I, I was a diehard fan. Yeah. By the way, Ben, did you grow up in the Philly area? I did not. And that's an important uh, thing to clarify, too, because uh, not only when I started working at the company I'm at now, uh, I was brand new to the area. I grew up in Michigan. Uh, and so, you know, starting at, at my company, I was I didn't know anybody. And so Jan was my first friend in this area. And uh, it was really instrumental in not just getting me comfortable here, but my wife as well. Um, you know, our, both of our wives met and became friends and went on to, to dinner a couple of times, kept hanging out. And so, uh, yeah, really, Jan's been really instrumental in making sure I transitioned to the area. Great. And did you grow up here, Jan, or did you go, uh, grow up somewhere else? Kind of, sort of. Um, so I was born in Poland. Um, that's how you get a cool name like Jan. And then when we first moved to the States, we lived in Florida in, in um, the Fort Myers area and then eventually worked our way up here. But Philly, like, like Ben, I think now Philly's home for us and I think will be for a good long time. Okay. So what is, what is your connection to Chris Ryan's and Braxium? Yeah. Uh, well, Chris. Chris, Chris is a, uh, 
This is somebody who we bother every day, <laughs> every day. <laughs> With Star Wars related questions, usually. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> when we started the podcast, uh, we were getting to know a, a few people and and reaching out here and there. Jan was really good at making sure we had a presence on social media and just somehow got connected with them and uh, chat started back and forth about their channel and what they do and that they're from Philly. And it just it just kind of made sense that we partner. So I, I, uh, I basically sent them a fan letter um because the star wars comics were kind of new to me and i think new to you as well ben right yes. like we, we weren't we weren't deep in the star wars comics and um so they have they have for anybody who hasn't seen it braxium is this thing called quick shot of braxium every wednesday they do like a 45 second minute long preview that's spoiler free of the comics that are coming out that day and i started to get really into these and i, I basically sent them a fan letter and said hey we really love what you guys are doing learning so much about the comics feels like it's this whole piece of the star Wars universe that I didn't know enough about. Um, and then I think it just grew into sort of a friendship and then they invited us aboard and, and we're really lucky that they did. Mm -hmm. And guys, I'm, I'm going to give you some feedback since these, yeah, please. these tend to be short, like 45 seconds to minute previews. What I mm -hmm. say is you could take those previews and put them on YouTube shorts. Cause we started our shorts like a, what a month ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we got like 3.6 thousand views of them wow total, wow total. wow so the shorts get a lot of views because people just sometimes scroll through them and your video will pop oh, up so okay. you can because they're a lot more accessible than say searching for it because not everybody always wants to watch like say if you're watching minecraft videos you're not exactly going to want to switch to all of a sudden marvel content or something Right. That's so, a great that's a idea. Good tip. It's easier to like kind of wedge it onto people's plate without them really noticing. That's a good way to put it too. Kind of serve it to them in plain sight. <laughs> Bad analogy, but you that's get it. The new no, it's, not, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. But you're pointing out something that's key, which is, you know, as part of uh doing this, like we love Star Wars and want to continue spreading it. And there's we gotta spread it in new ways and in ways that people want to digest it, whether it's the the, the long version of our podcast, which we can usually go anywhere up from an hour to an hour and a half talking um, to like the short version, like you said, to the, the, all the way down to that, that little 45, what'd you say? 45 second clip. Yeah. 40, minute yeah. To minute. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, well, before you ask your next question, who came up with the name, the star bros? Oh, who did, Jan? I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I think it, I, I think it was me. I wasn't jumping in there to take credit for it right off the bat, but I, I think it was me because Ben and I had a tradition where we would always greet each other in the morning. Good morning, bro. And then the other person would say, good morning, bro. And just... Oh, I should have thought of that. Yeah. It I went beyond that. Right, it went beyond bro, and occasionally yeah. we'd start getting really fun with it and say like "yon brolo," or we'd say anything where yep. we could have a bro with or um, yep. brosif, yeah. whatever, brosif. bro Montana. Yeah, and just have fun <laughs> coming up with a new name like that every day. And then after a while, I think we were like, "Wow, I'm I'm officially out of names." <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, we went through the Bill Bro Baggins, all of yes. them, everyone that we could think of, but. um but then, yeah, and, and so we were in that phase where we, we were we were doing that pretty much every day. And so St Star Wars, Star Bros just kind of came together. Um, 
So yeah, it's 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 stuck. But we were very careful in the beginning to say, hey, this is this is not gender exclusive. Anybody can be one of the Star Bros and part of the Bros family. And it's the same thing with Braxium. Um, they've decided, or or Chris always corrects us and says Braxium is we. We've decided that anybody can be a bro host. And um, does it doesn't matter which gender you are, it's not just a boys' club. So um, the Star Bros is for everybody and Braxium's for everybody. I, I kind of equate it back to being from the city of brotherly love, right? The the bro is really reflective of where we're from, Philadelphia, and what that stands for, and and kind of reaching out to everybody, treating everybody like your brother or sister, and uh, being respectful of one another. So that's that's really what we're going after. Yeah, and and we've stayed true to that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Could you could you imagine if you named the podcast the Star Siblings though? The star siblings. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, Jan and I are pretty much like brothers at this point in real life. So as close as you can get. That's where my head, that actually does sound like a cool name. Yeah. It's a really cool name. Right. Yeah. For a web series. I like it. Yeah. But uh, we want to hear all about your experience at the New York Comic Con. Yes. So I got got a lot of questions. Like, (laughs) is it your first time going? Yeah. Where did you want to go? What panels did you take? What big news did you hear? But let's first go with, is this your first time going? This ben was my you. first time going. Uh, I had never been to a con before. Um, my one experience with a con, I was taking a really stressful test in Philadelphia one year and walked out of it and found out that it was uh, Comic-Con in Philadelphia um, and and saw people walking around in cosplay, and it was exactly what I needed to to kind of break the tension of the of the day with the test. Um, that was the closest I had ever gotten before. So this was my first time, and I absolutely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I I was lucky enough to go once before um, with my wife and her younger brother, and this was probably five or six years ago, and we got to see some really cool stuff. Um, we got to see Stan Lee speak just before he passed away, which is pretty amazing. Um, but this was my first, this was our first Comic-Con as Star Wars podcasters and as you know, real heavy duty Star Wars fans. And Ben made a really good point of, it's a huge, huge get together, thousands and thousands of people, but there's any, anything you can think of. So there, there is Minecraft stuff and there's anime stuff and there's all. And so it's sort of, Ben, ben pointed out that there was a subgroup of us who were all Star Wars fans who were kind of um, this little community within the bigger community, which is a cool, and we were seeing the same people and we were meeting people and running into them in line and things like that. And it was just, um, it, it's pretty it's pretty kind of overwhelming when you first walk in and you see Jawas walk by and then Chewbacca walks by and you see all the authors who we've been following and, and all, it's all kind of coming at you at once. It's pretty amazing. Um, we were, we were having lunch at one point and I told Ben, I, you know, for, for every once in a while, I'd kind of forget that we were there for a second, but then just a, a few stormtroopers would walk by in costume and I'd realize, oh my gosh, we're still here. We're at Comic-Con. This is amazing. Um, so, uh, just a totally kind of like mind blowing experience. Right. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, how much was the presence of Star Wars there? Because I know it's a, it's a Comic-Con, so you've had, you know, multiple cosplayers, you know, dressed as Marvel or anime. Or how much of how much of Star Wars did you see there? Quite a bit. I would say that, uh, you know, every, it was almost like 
every third cosplayer or something was wearing something Star Wars. I mean, we nice. you could go through the list of we saw Leia's and stormtroopers, a lot of Mandalorians. One of our favorite was a uh, uh, someone who had a Boba Fett helmet that was completely clad in in like diamonds, you know, or not real diamonds, but still it looked pretty good. Uh, but I, I was I was impressed with that, uh, and I was impressed with. Um, how much Star Wars content you could find as you walked around, whether it was the Funko Pops or the comics or or uh, the action figures, anything. Um, and then, of course, the presence of Lucasfilm through the uh, Disney publishing and and everything that we'll get to in a little bit around uh, around the High Republic. And I think what made this one a little bit more special. Now, I don't have a celebration yet to compare it to. I hope too soon. Same with, uh, you know, a San Diego Comic-Con. That would be great. There's not as much emphasis on the TV or on the uh, movies and such. And so... Um, what I liked about it, to Jan's point about community, was it felt like we got much closer to that community, and we met every single author in the, in the High Republic. We got to meet Kristen Baver and, and have a, a great chat with her. Uh, and I don't think those Who, are who's from Pennsylvania. Who which, exactly? Which, she's from Kutztown, so we had a nice conversation about all of us being from PA, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I went. I went there on a field trip. You did. Case. Nice. Oh, that's out there. That's right. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I don't know if we would have had any of all those experiences if if it weren't for the fact that we were going to New York Comic Con, where Star Wars may be the in the mix, but not the main focus and priority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, so is that the reason why you went to New York Comic Con because of Star Wars specifically, or you just wanted to just experience the Comic Con? John, I'll let you yeah, answer we, that one. <laughs> yeah, we, we went because of Star Wars. And I actually, um, we went to celebrate Ben's birthday a little bit early. Um, early, so, very so, early. <laughs> so that, that's coming up. In, I, I was telling him, um, I tried to get them to move Comic-Con to his birthday. Um, and they were not responding to my emails. So we got it as close as we could. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit of an early birthday celebration. But we, we, were, we were really focused on the Star Wars stuff. And when I booked it, I think we already knew that a bunch of the authors were going to be there. We knew that the the Disney Lucasfilm table was going to be there. Um, and we knew the cosplaying was going to be a big thing. So it was going to be an opportunity to see a lot of fun stuff too. Um, and, it, and it delivered Every, everything that we were hoping to get. We were texting yesterday. We went Saturday, the day after we were texting and we were kind of both saying like, you know, we're still like buzzing with all this energy from, from this experience and getting to talk to these people and getting to see all this stuff. It was just so cool. So cool. All right. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Tell us, you know, what well, what happened? Go ahead. What, what panels did you attend? Like, uh, what, what did you what did you hear at the panels? Give us give us all Ooh. the give us the scoop of everything. Yeah. So <laughs> we we only were able to attend one panel in the end, uh, and and this was I had a little bit of a beef with this. I don't know about you, Jan, but they scheduled two Star Wars panels at the same at time. the same time. The only two of the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we were a little disappointed in that, but but mm. we we made do, and we chose the High Republic one over the. Uh, it was the George Lucas show was the other one, which um, I, I still don't know what that is because I know that he wasn't there. Yes, I, <laughs> I think it was so. the comedy related to comedy. Uh, oh, okay, okay. But uh, so we attended the High Republic one, and it was uh, the first time that we were all getting the chance to see what novels were coming out, and 
and hearing some of the characters that they would be exploring, uh, some of the comics and and everything that we kind of got with phase one and what and just getting a glimpse into what phase two would be about. And it's a bit of an expanded lineup this time. There are a few uh, uh, newer authors uh, that'll be coming um, and, and uh, some really cool surprises along the way that we'll we'll get into in a second. But um, so that ended up being our only panel, but we filled the rest of the day with going around all the shops there was the signing um of the path of deceit which is the first book that mm. uh, is coming out in the high republic so we got to uh, meet justina ireland and, and tessa gratton um and and then and, and then we had a, a a you know went down artist alley and met uh charles soul and and a um you know got to meet some of the comic book writers so um and illustrators so it was it was a very busy day going from booth to booth we actually and, and met Charles Soule at you did. Expo 2022. Yeah, the Philly Fan Expo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, cool. nice. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, you know what? You know what you you know what you should do next time there's two Star Wars panels. Since there's two, split up. Exactly, <laughs> split up. Like one goes to the first panel, one you goes to the second panel, and then you regroup somewhere, like probably the food court. I don't know. It, you can Pro- be- probably the food court. You probably got that right. <laughs> And then you swap whatever happened in each that, panel. You can. That's cover. a good call. That's that a is. Good call. Yeah. I, except Yon, I don't know who would have who would have gone to the other panel. I, I think we both would have been fighting for the higher public. It was that. I think good. we probably would have. Yeah. I think I think we would have ruined that plan by both going to the same one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so funny. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to know what was at that George Lucas panel. But I guess maybe. Same. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if it was really. Yeah, I, I figured if it was really that big, they would have hyped on it up. Twitter. It, well, they would have hyped it up yeah. a little bit, and they wouldn't have scheduled it along with yeah. the High Republic panel. And so Twitter would have found out. You probably didn't miss anything. So yeah, I, I I think that's right. Or that I'm going to tell myself that for sure. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but no, the the High Republic panel really did uh, deliver. I think beyond our expectations, and that like we got some behind the scenes stuff. Um, one one of our favorite artists is a guy named Ario Anandito, and he's from Indonesia and didn't expect to see him there, but he was there in person and he was talking about his process. And he, uh, just like building Lego houses, he was telling us how he went to school for architecture and how in this new series, Kevin Scott has him drawing a lot of Jeddah, the the world with, uh, you know, big city and how that came in really handy when he was drawing out all the buildings in this city and how later on um, he found out that Kevin Scott wants to draw way more cities in future comics. And he's sort of like sweating about it because all of his like architecture school, you know, dreams are, and, and nightmares are coming back. But we got to see like, what's the process? How did they talk about things? How did they think through things? Um, and the other thing that was really neat was they showed the covers of a lot of the books that are coming out. Yeah. And there were a few cases where the authors themselves had not seen the final covers of the book. So everybody in the audience kind of went, whoa. And the authors went, whoa. Like they were <laughs> they were excited to see it with us, which was a really cool experience. Yeah. I, you know, I saw some of the covers on uh, StarWars.com. Uh, were, were the artists of the, well, two questions. So the, the covers, were they done by the same artists? And were the artists there to present the covers? Do you know? I don't believe they were done by the same artists, but uh, the one artist that was, I think Ario was the only artist that was on stage. The rest of them were the, were the authors. Uh, Am I, is that correct, Jan? 
I think, yeah, I think that's correct. Um, but what was nice was um, that they talked a little bit about the process of coming up with a cover of, you know, finalizing the art without, you know, you tell a little bit of the story without giving too much away. And then afterwards, some of the authors were tweeting and shared pictures of different drafts of the covers. And it seems like it's a really creative back and forth process. But um, I think that that's the other cool thing about Comic-Con is there's a lot of kind of marrying up the, the writers and then the people who create the visual artwork that you see and you kind of get to see both processes at the same time, but um, really cool stuff. So I think that wraps up all our uh, NYCC questions. Well, I mean, just, just to make sure, is there anything else that you could tell us about NYCC? Oh yeah, we've got some other big stuff yeah, that please. we'd love oh, to tell yeah, you. Yeah. This, this um, is where Ben talks for an hour. Yeah, yeah, this is, is I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> please tell us everything. One you know. hour later. Spill the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there's, there's at least one piece that I'm really excited about. A lot of the stuff I think was, was released and, and discussed on starwars.com. So definitely go check it out. And I'll reiterate some of those things. Like we, they talked about how this is occurring 150 years before phase one. Right. And, and how this is in an age of expansion. There are zones that, uh, that the Jedi are trying to check out with the Republic. And so mm. um, the, the point that I think, I think it was Charles Sola said this was that the stories just get a bit more wild because of that, that you're, you're exploring expansionary space and, and, you know, all these different groups that uh, uh, just live by a different code than what the Republic lives by. So I think that should be really excited to see uh, this first, first book, which we have now in our hands, Path of Deceit. Um, Look is at that beautiful cover art. Oh yeah, hold, hold that and, up a little bit closer. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, by buying it too, uh, Disney Publishing gave like this whole ba bag of like knickknacks, including uh, some socks, <laughs> some High Republic socks was one of the highlights. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Ben, you can't wear those with long pants. You have to wear shorts and you have to jack up the socks so everybody can see all the lightsabers and everything else on there. Yeah, um, it's the only way to wear off. it. Or to pull them up over your jeans, whichever uh, version of nerd you're going by that day, right? Um, but they and they also gave a poster out with it, and you were able to go around and get it signed by the authors later on. So that was really cool. Um, hey, and you know what was really nice, by the way, was when we I went to get my copy of Path of Deceit signed, and I, I didn't have a poster. And the authors asked me, they were like, "Where's your poster? We'll get you a poster. We'll run. We'll have somebody run and get you a poster." They were so kind and so nice. They didn't want me to go without a poster. They, Wonderful. they were some of the nicest people we've ever met um and by the way can you run off the names of the authors that were there sure no, um, i'm gonna forget some i'm afraid but so we had justine ireland uh tessa granton danny jose older uh kevin scott uh charles Soul was there george mann thank you uh am i forgetting i feel like i'm forgetting one Claudia gray Claudia Gray was there. Claudia yeah. Gray was there. Yeah, Ben had a whole conversation with her about she she moved to New Orleans and you know there's some other interesting stuff going on. It sounds like her and Ben are old friends at this point. Pretty much, yeah. We we were we were just striking up a conversation of all the places we've ever been in the world. Um, she's you know applying for citizenship in Italy and things like that. Just just came up naturally. It's really cool, um, and that just shows how personable they were. Uh, so yeah, great people. Uh, and, and then I think. I'll, I'll say one of the highlights for me was meeting Kristen Baver. I mean, she looks like she's got such a, uh, a nice personality on, on screen. And you're like, is that, is that the, really the person behind the scenes? And she absolutely is. Yeah, right? She was lovely. Yeah. She was so nice. So kind. You, you could talk with her for probably an hour. Um, and so we, we really liked our, our conversation with her as well. Yeah. And, and one, one other thing I'll highlight is we got a bunch of autographs, which is really cool. 
And we had a couple of cool like autograph experiences. And one of them was, and I'm reaching for my book here. Um, so Life Day is coming up, Life Day is in November. And I, one, one of my favorite books from the last couple of years is the Life Day Treasury. And we have and that. You have that, cool. Um, so we, we went uh, that, that, that evening on Saturday, there was a signing and it was most of the authors were all there. And one of them wasn't. And so this book is written by George Mann and Cabin Scott. And George Mann was there, but Cabin Scott wasn't. And so I'm getting it signed by George Mann. And th this was just sort of the vibe of the day. And he said, hey, you should go get this signed by Cabin and I can tell you where he is. And he directed us where to find Cabin Scott. And sure enough, I got both George Mann and Kevin Scott, awesome. who said happy life day and Christmas in the stars. Yeah. Um, so very, very happy to get that. And then we had a couple other moments like uh, Ben, Ben went to get something signed by Charles soul. I think it was the, maybe the Vader comic. Yep. And, and we were chatting a little bit and, and he, we, we talked a little bit about Baraxium. Um, and he said, Hey, wait here for a second. And he knew where the artist was for that particular comic. Is that correct, Ben? Yeah. Will Sliney. Yep. And, and so Charles Soule just disappeared and then came back with two signatures, both his own and, and the artist. And so he sort of went out of his way to make sure that Ben got as many autographs as he could without having to do a lot of running around himself. And that was just kind of the vibe that we got from them. They were just very generous and they really wanted us to feel appreciated as fans. And I don't know, we felt the love. It was great. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. And there's, the there's one say, more story, yeah, if you don't please. mind uh, <laughs> me sharing. Um, and this is the one I think that, that I really was excited to share with you guys because um, so, so Charles soul, uh, when we had him on uh, Potathon a few weeks ago, um, we, we asked him, Hey, is there any, we know you're about to do this panel. Is there anything you could tease? And he's like, Oh, oh yeah, uh, not really, but there's one I'm very excited to share. And so we were, we just wanted to know what it was right away. Of course. Um, and, and so he got the chance to reveal this project that he's working on and how it's all about family. Um, that was one of the things that was important to him. And he invited his daughter, Rosemary, onto the stage at that moment. And, and it's, it's been since announced, but he, he, he definitely got a little bit choked up and emotional introducing his daughter as a co-author on this kid's book that he's doing that's set in the High Republic that features Yoda with younglings and one of our favorite characters from Phase 1, Buryaga. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's really special to see uh, just how deep the family ties go not just in the high republic right and but through all the star wars and how uh we're bringing our own families to it just like you guys are that's beautiful yeah do you know when that's coming out uh spring 2023 is when okay. i think they said yeah, yeah we... and, and 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 it is called yoda and the younglings <laughs> yes very creative name yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i i can't wait for that one yeah that's absolutely that's gonna be a good one yeah that's incredible oh wonderful <laughs> It's very, very cool. Um, so um, let's talk about the High Republic. You know, so now we have, you know, oh, by the way, I believe there's a comic book that's actually getting released this week as well. Do you know anything about that? A new comic? Yes. High Republic? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be previewing that on this week's Quick Shot. So this week is, this is the first comic of phase two of the High Republic. This one's going back in time, as Ben mentioned. Um, the stories by Kevin Scott and the artwork is by Ario Anandito. Um, 
they 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 did a lot of the uh, the Keith Trennis and Skier and that whole storyline from Phase One, which we loved. We went crazy for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, the the one thing that uh, they teased at Comic Con that we can share is that it takes place on Jeddah. So we're we're finally going to get to go back in time and see what Jeddah was like uh, before the events of Rogue One and before all of that. And it's an interesting and a very kind of conflicted place. I'll say that there's a lot of people kind of running into each other and trying to have things be their way and not succeeding. And so a lot of conflict. Radon and the Twinkle Sisters, right? I just, I, that, I, I, I think that might be this one, but um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to bite my tongue. By the way, that that's an interesting thing when you get to see all the live authors, but there's somebody from Disney Lucasfilm in the room because they keep wanting to say things. And then the guy from just kind of keeps doing this thing and, and cutting them off. <laughs> that happened with pretty much every author, right? Where they're kind of leaning forward to say something and then they, they got stopped or stopped themselves. <laughs> yes. I just, I just try to picture them. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess that's a lot of pressure, you know, just to make sure that you yeah, don't yeah. say anything. Just, and just, just, yep. just imagine, look oh, at, imagine the, just imagine opening your mouth and all of a sudden somebody's like, yes, right, yes, yes. Well, yeah. The best part was when he would tease them a little bit and get like almost tell them like you're allowed to say something that was deep. And they, the best one was, uh, I, I, I think he looked at them all and, and said, uh, don't you all have a character that dies in one of your books? And they kind of looked at each other. And they're like, are we allowed to raise our hand for this? Like, I don't know. I don't and want to. Just raise their hand slowly. <laughs> so expect to have your heart broken just as much with phase two yeah. as you did yeah. with phase well, one. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as a high republic, where do you think this is going? Um, well, you know, of course they can obviously keep going with phases, you know, three and four. But do you think at some point, in order for them to expand um, the High Republic, you know, get more Star Wars fans involved with who the characters are, uh, the stories, will do you see a future where there will be a High Republic TV series or a High Republic film? Ooh, that'd be great Ooh, just yeah. to see like another another animated TV show or even an animated show. Yeah. Yeah. Animated would be yeah. great. Yeah, the characters when they're like I don't know, like fourteen or fifteen. Kind of like a Star Wars Resistance style show, but yeah. featuring like yeah. younger teenage versions. Yeah, Im- imagine Buriaga as a teenager, though. Like nobody else would be around because, and and Buriaga would just be so short; he'd be like a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm totally in for that. Yeah, uh, I, me too. I could see uh, a few things happening personally. One, I I mean, I think strategically, like I think about why would Disney want to do this? And I think there's a lot of different reasons. Um, one is to test some things out, see what people like, see what sticks, see, introduce these characters and then get you to want to see them in live action at some point. Um, I think we're already getting something set in the area era of the High Republic at some point with the Acolyte that's coming soon. So there could be mm-hmm. some tie-ins with that. Who knows? We, we have no idea, but... Um, if I were to predict, I think it's really interesting that we're going back in time instead of, you know, continuing further with phase two. Um, and and there's a lot of reasons that for that they can explore places like Jeddah. Um, they can uh, they, they can build out characters that we know, like we know Maz Kanata is going to be in one of these stories. Um, so they, they can do that. They can. Dexter uh, Jetster. Dexter Jetster is going to be in one. Therm Scissor Punch we heard is going to be in one. Um, ah, all these. 
yeah, all these deep characters that that Star Wars fans know and can go, I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we're going to see a lot of those tie-ins. But um, my guess is that once we get back to Phase 3, uh, it'll start tying into some things that we know. Like maybe we'll start figuring out uh, where the Sith come into play again. Um, you know, so there there could be uh, there there could be a lot of directions this go, and I'm signed up for all of it. Great. So before we go, let's talk about Andor. And so far, there's been five episodes. Well, though, if you're watching this in the future, there's been six, seven, as of this eight, recording, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> as of this recording, or twelve. Five or the episodes. second season could be out. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get out. But to all than you, that. but to all you future people out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, however, however many episodes there are out there, but currently, as of right now, there's five, so it'd be six. So, we just wanted to take a little status check currently. So, what do you like about the series? Like, are you enjoying it? And what storylines and characters stand out for you? We can go in a circle. Go ahead, Jan. Jan, okay. Um, so I, I I am really enjoying it. To, to me, it feels really cinematic. It feels like I'm watching a movie when I sit down to watch it every week. Um, I've loved the action that we've gotten so far. I've always loved Star Wars action. I've always loved um, pod racing, uh, all that stuff. Um, but I think it's been nicely balanced with like a lot of like really deep character development and discovering who these characters are. And maybe some of the characters are discovering who they are. Like, take Cyril Karn, for example. His whole world is turned upside down. And now we're trying to figure out who's he going to be? How is this going to change him as a character? Where is he going? Um, I I, I like a lot of the kind of uh, the development of these people and getting to see when the rebellion was sort of fractured and all over the place. um, What are the little steps that it took to all come together? So I'm a big fan. Uh, Can't wait for this week's episode. Can't wait to see what happens next. and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it so far. I'm into it. How about you, Ben? Yeah, uh, I'm the same. Uh, I really like that they're slowing down the pace to explore these characters and develop them a bit more. Um, my wife at the end of every episode will look at me like, that's it. Like, I want more. I'm, I'm ready for more. Give it to me now. And and I'm, I'm happy that they're slowing down and kind of developing all of these characters. Because to me, the best example of that was at the end of episode three, where after... A couple episodes of watching Cassian, uh, you know, build these relationships or at least show the relationships he has with whether it's Bix or Marva or doesn't have with Tim with two M's and uh, all these other characters. Like uh, there's a shot at the very end of the third episode, though, where it kind of pans each one of their faces individually as Cassian is going away and you feel a connection to every single one of them. You don't get that unless you stop and, and watch every character develop a little That's bit. Good call. Um, and so I've been really appreciative of the pace personally. And that way it isn't just, you know, action all the time. And, and it's, it kind of stops to uh, show the depth of what they're trying to accomplish and building this rebellion and how the, hard that is. I mean, I, I, and I can't say anything without talking about Mamothma, right. And how great it is to see, Look the sacrifices she has to make to build this rebellion as a, uh, you know, as someone who's in the public eye. Yeah. Parents, mm-hmm. parents insufferable. Oh my. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
of course you would notice that right like it, the the kids and, and like the difficult restrained relationship she has with her daughter of course yeah. <laughs> like she she just walks in the room with them and they just all seem to be plotting against her they're like yes don't like you we're go- we're just gonna be the rudest people ever to you until you leave the room and i'm yeah. like wow stop gagging up with your mother please no. <laughs> you would never do like that, that right you would never you would never do that are, are you guys enjoying it oh yeah yeah, yeah. you want to start what you want to talk about okay well i am enjoying Andor. Mm-hmm. i i'm glad that we're starting to kind of pick up the pace here and hopefully episode six we're gonna get a little bit of an action scene hopefully yes. get to see them actually pull off the heist mm-hmm. but I am enjoying the fact that we finally got to see Cassian and Dora playing a title role because I don't think they gave anybody in Rogue One enough screen time to for their for their characters to develop because they were like gone in a blink. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really get to spend much time with them. Yeah. 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 Because you have, you know, 12 episodes, you have the time to spend and develop these characters over time and to care about them. You know, it's like, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the the series. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I think it's, it's some of the best acting I've ever seen in Star Wars. Yes. I'm, yeah. It really yes. is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, these characters, um, you know, the, the team that, that um, Clem, you know, Cassian is working with, you mm-hmm. know, you're learning so much more about Clem. them every, you know, for the last two weeks, that you know you're you're caring about these characters and you're caring about their well-being mm-hmm. and you're thinking about okay well who's gonna make it and who's not gonna make it you know yeah, uh, you who's know, hot so that, who's not it, it, exactly you know you're worried about this heist you know like uh, are they gonna pull it off next you know this episode who knows or if it if it's gonna fail you know but what I find what I'm excited about the most um you know besides the characterizations is the writing the writing is is uh. Great. I find so good. I have to watch each episode at least twice so that I can just sit and listen to what the characters are saying. You got to get get fully immersed in it. Right. Like, and or you can't watch this at like nine o'clock sleeping, eating ice cream and potato chips. Like, you, you, I do. <laughs> really? That sounds cool. Yeah. Potato chips. Yes, potato chips, not ice cream too. Gosh. You alert. You do. have to be awake yeah. to get this because Andor is just so deep. It's got such a deep meaning. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. you think about it, it's all these people. It's like that people versus society storyline. Because mm. it's it's Cassian and Mon Mothma, and just like it's them against everyone else. Mm-hmm. And Luther too. Luther, him too. Yes. Yeah. Like the stakes aren't on Cassian. We know he's got to make it out, but the stakes and are everybody else. Everybody and else. Alpha, right, right. The, the, the new characters. Like everybody yes. else. You have no. We don't idea. know how Luton. We don't know how it ends for Luton. Yeah. We don't know how it ends for Cyril. We don't know how it ends Dedra. for Dedra. Yeah. We don't know how it ends for Bix. We don't know how it ends for anybody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best part of the show because yeah, there's stakes. Yeah, they're right, and you know, yeah. as Star Wars fans, even if you're not a Star Wars fan you can still enjoy the show because we're seeing the characters for the first time, just like everybody else. So we're all starting from yeah. scratch. It's right? like, it's like getting it. to see some fresh new faces. Yeah. And, and don't you just love how Stellan Skarsgård pronounces Andor? Andor. Like, Cassian Andor. Andor. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say one more thing about the, the, the dialogue is that 
I find myself listening to what the characters are saying, writing down these quotes, you know, because they mean something like the acts forget, but the, the acts forgets, but oh, the tree remembers. That's you know, things, deep. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the empire be the acts. They yes. come in, they invade these planets yeah. and mercilessly mm-hmm. steal what they want from these poor defenseless people. And then they go and they have this huge celebration and forget all about it the next day as they right. go to the next planet. Right. Right. But the people who were robbed, remember, the hence, trees, yeah. the axe mm-hmm. forgets, yes. for you remember, exactly. it's the people they steal from the trees, yeah. and the Imperials are the axe. Yeah, it's incredible it's writing. Amazing writing. Sometimes, sometimes the trees become the axe, and then the axe, the axe gets their turn to forget. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Life. That that might be the the uh, the second half of this season of yeah. the series, I think. But I, I actually I used that line in a conversation with you on Saturday, right, Ben? You did. I was about to we, say we were that. on the train, and it and it was just like that that little biz, bit of wisdom I took from Andor, and it applied to the conversation we we're having. It's well, just and, it's chock full of good stuff. Yes. And, and Karun, I did the same as you on my second watch. I turned the the subtitles on. Yeah, exactly. Just to make I sure did that too. I didn't miss anything. I did too. Yeah. yeah. When you think about it, it's funny because usually when you make an axe, you have to use wood for the handle, which is the yes. funny part. Because once those trees get chopped down, they're gonna get turned into they're gonna get turned into an axe, and they're gonna go back to the trees. Well, the axe is now a tree, I guess, and then they're gonna cut down the trees, You're and then deep. the rebels. The rebels are going to be the axe that gets their turn to forget, and the imperials are going to be the tree that remembers. How the turns table. Right. Exactly. What? Exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was a turn. Yes. Yes. How yes. oh, the turns table. Isn't that how Michael Scott says it? I can't remember now. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> ben, Ben's had like three hot chocolates. So he's. Got- <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you, you guys are like the funniest guests we've had on as of now. <laughs> really? I've laughed so much this episode. We we like to keep it light with our with our uh, yep. recordings. Every time we get together, there's always a joke. One of the things that Jan really likes to do is to throw me off and interrupt me with something <laughs> funny, just so that I can laugh and and you know throw off my train of thought. He he loves to do that. So I, I uh, love to take Ben on a tangent. Yes, tangents especially. <laughs> mm-hmm. The show is very light. I'm, I'm I'm floating right now. Yes, yes. Good. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best review I've ever heard. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why we enjoy listening to the star bros yeah we so. should have you guys on again yeah Maybe you'd like to wrap up Andor. we would yes, love to join love you that. anytime yes and and we should have you guys on the star bros podcast again sometime that'd be yeah, great absolutely absolutely and then one day the t-shirts yes one we have Damn, it. we should have put them on this episode yeah you know i didn't it didn't occur to me to put our the star bros t-shirts on yeah oh that's yeah we have the t-shirt that's okay we There'll we, be we other also, times. We, we'll be back. We'll be back together, the four of us. Yeah. So yeah, there'll, there'll be times. We'll, 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 we'll get you a sticker next time we get together. Oh, yeah, yes, we, we got stickers <laughs> made. Yeah, so we'll get you some stickers and, and we'll all meet up for cheesesteaks. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're, yeah, yeah. This is this is wonderful. Like I said, you know, you, you're 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 the best. Um, I enjoy your podcast um, and I like that you're family friendly. You know, that's what we're going for here. Um, so, you know, you know, I don't have a problem with keep listening to your podcast. I don't have to worry about anything. So just thank you for that. Thank you for being a part of our community. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. This has been a blast. Uh, it was great to have you on and then you know, to, you know, 
turn it around and and come you know turn the tables around right how the turns table exactly there you go yeah and come come here to your show so thank you for all you're doing in the community and all all the great stuff you've contributed over the past year and keep keep up the good work Yes, and we're huge fans of yours too. I'm I'm always forwarding your videos to to family members and friends, and wow. talking about the different insights that you land on, the good conversations you have, and um, just really, really love this show. So please, please, please keep doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you, guys. So Thank you. Where can people find you? Oh, where can they find us? All right, if if you're on Twitter, uh, we are at Starbros Podcast. Um, you can send us an email. If you just want to email us and say, hey, we think you should talk about this topic, or did you notice this about Andor, or um, uh, wh whatever is on top of mind when it comes to Star Wars stuff, thestarbrospodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're on the Bro Axiom YouTube channel and, um, and, and Facebook, too. We're on, we're on Facebook at the Star Bros Podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. And us... All right. So we are wherever you listen to us, wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Fathersight Galaxy. Visit our website, fathersightgalaxy.com. As mentioned before, please check out our Patreon page. Please donate there so that you can access awesome Lego builds like this and much Gargantos. <laughs> yeah. Here's a little sneak peek of the cake. Okay. That's okay. Oh. Oh, all right. Yeah. I feel like I'm at Comic Con again. I'm getting teasers. <laughs> and then check out our speaker page as well. Okay. And all of our streaming platforms, and we have a website. Yeah, I, I said that. Okay. All right. Did I, did I cover all the bases, producer? <laughs> all right. Yes, the website. You said the website. Yes. Right? Okay. All right. yeah, yeah. Okay. All the right. website. <laughs> website's always forgotten for some reason. Okay. Fathersongalaxy.com. You can find us yes, there. I, I said that. Cool. All right. Thank Humorous. you. Okay. Ben and you. <laughs> yeah. Ben and Jan, thank you again. This has been incredible. This is this is fun. Um, can't wait to talk to you more about Andor, but we'll be in touch. Yes. And we'll hope to see you in person one day soon. Yeah, hoping yeah. to see Sounds you great. Topica, yeah. not Topica. Hoping to see you at Celebration Europe. Yeah, Ooh, that's one of these. Who knows? Or even Who knows, maybe. Or even a Philly Expo next year. They're in yes, let's yes. plan for that. Yeah. Love it. I don't oh. have to fly to that one. <laughs> ben, you can get there however you want. True. Don't put limits on yourself. True. I, I wouldn't fly though. That seems like a waste. That seems like a waste of money. Yeah. Like <laughs> to fly like ten for for ten minutes and then be like, we have reached our destination, the, the Philadelphia International Airport. Yeah. Which I, is I was. You left from. <laughs> Were you picturing a Mandalorian jetpack, Ben? I, I was thinking of uh, skydiving in and coming in Iron Man style. Personally, what an entrance. <laughs> there you go. Like like Iron Man at the at the expo, you're just gonna drop That's it right. at the Stark Expo, like a like how Iron Man did at the Stark Expo. You're just gonna like fly in and all of a sudden be like, hey, and then and then That's like it. and music starts. You got like two billion backup dancers just dancing. <laughs> That's it. You know exactly what I'm referencing. Good job. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be standing there eating too. a cheesecake, watching. All right. I can't wait to see that, Ben. All right. <laughs> yeah, you know, thank you on. guys so much. That cheesesteak in my hands. All right. <laughs> Thanks again, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. It. you guys are the best. Right. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in to this episode. So until next time, take care. And, and we, we will see, see you again. again.